got the glasses on, dog. Yeah, bro, I've transitioned. Oh, the new glasses working out. Welcome to the Vino Cast, everybody. Oh, we're here? Yeah, we're here. Um, the new glasses are dope, dude. Warby Parker is like, I'm never doing anything different. <laughs> like, it's fucking shipped to my door in two weeks. They're cheap. They're like 150 bucks for like quality glasses. Very quality. The only problem living here is I can't I go in and get them adjusted. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that myself. But like, once I'm in a big city, like, they'll just have fucking storefronts that will adjust them. Mm-hmm. And it's like good quality shit, no fucking bullshit. Their styles are like fucking up to date. You know what I mean? Like they're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the prescription is accurate, so I'm uh, like I see good. The only problem is it's my first time having plastic frames. I've always had wire metal frames. Um, so like in the kitchen or at the gym, they want to slide off my fucking oh, face. Oh yeah, every time. Every so time. I'm, so I'm fucking working on that. I might just get like some like just create a, a trend and like get like one of those necklace things or like a headband or something. I don't know. I'm going to do something crazy. No, nah, that's fire. <laughs> now, I remember when I got my pair, you were actually here in New York City when I got Yeah, I remember. That's, dude, that's honestly what, that you were like the major inspo because that was such a crazy experience. I was like, what the fuck is this place? And also the, just the experience of being able to go there and check it out live made me like, they have a soft spot in my heart. And they were super cool, super cool people. Like I'd work there, type shit. But uh, there, were, there was books. There yeah, were books. yeah, like decorative it was a, it would look like a books. Yes. <laughs> and they're all color coordinated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was fire as fuck. It was like the most satisfying room. No, of course. It was funny because literally I was too <laughs> excited to get them. Like honestly, genuinely, I expected to have my shits before you even arrived. Like I was like, damn, like y'all taking a little long. It wasn't even long. I was just being, you know, when you're on that New York time, you're just kind of like, yo, tomorrow. Yeah, if you're just that type of person, because I'm like that anyway. I'm always on New York time, even if I'm here. Yeah. It's always like, yo, yeah. I was supposed to have that yesterday. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I was so excited to get them that I, they were a little tight, you know, and I didn't... Uh, require them to adjust because i really just wanted to get the fuck plus we like we're getting those and then we walk to the moma through central park no we yeah, walk we fuck? walk to the uh to the uh metropolitan uh no no, no 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 we walked to the met but that day we walked to the uh the uh national national history museum or like the uh oh, one with like yeah, all the animals and shit the one that like that, uh that low-key was my favorite Nah, like, bro, that was the, the best. Moma, that the was Moma the best. Was fire. The moment was fire, but it was kind of like I, w- I wanted to see Mirakami too, which is like, okay, I'm asking too much at that point. But also, the the fucking Natural History Museum was like my favorite because of the butterfly exhibit. That was like really life changing. And then you walk in, and like, dude, it was so dope with like these presidents, like, or whoever the fuck they were. It's like 50 foot tall guys with like long ass quotes about like. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt, man, type shit. Theodore like that was Roosevelt. so crazy. Like, if you're not willing to die for what you stand for, are you even standing? Like that type of shit. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I just walked out the Warby Parker, man. Let me relax. Yeah, shit. Through Central shit. Park, through fuck, Central, like, through fuck, Central, dude. like shit. I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm seeing fucking. We are like the. Was that the day? I excuse my ignorance here, but like. We were walking in like the 70s as far as like blocks. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Is that what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah, it's on 81st Street. Street. It's on 81st Street. Those buildings so, are yeah. just like old and beautiful and gigantic. So I, and it was like windy as shit. And I was just like getting taken away by like the experience, the whole thing. They would walk in there and just get shit on by these fucking quotes. And then immediately walk into a butterfly room. We're like nicest old ladies are in there describing each butterfly like, oh, you're gonna have to see the elusive, translucent butterfly, and then we fucking find that motherfucker. Yeah, bro, eyes. I got that on but, video. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna find the, the elusive, trans, translucent butterfly, and like giving us the fucking what it eats, where it hang out, like its best buzz, like the whole nine. Mm-hmm. I was fire, bro. And then like within the museum, I don't remember anything else about it, but I'm sure it was dope. I mean, it was, a, yeah, it's an experience. It was cool. It was very, it was just the whole thing. It's a great, I need to take advantage of that. It's like, you know, it's not too far from the cribbo. I was talking to, uh, yeah, I was talking to my sh- the chef about uh, Grant Atkins out of uh, Chicago, Alinea. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, and he cites, some, some art museum is one of his biggest influences for his menu items. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like how cool that is to have those as resources. Like to be able to go to the MoMA with with your mind on your own creativity and how that could spark your ideas, especially when it's cross-platform. So if you walk into the MoMA with like your mind on music or your mind on food or your mind on fucking crochet and you walk in there and you're like, how can like, and just let yourself be, not even like necessarily looking for inspiration, but let yourself be inspired by your surroundings. There's so much to be inspired by mm. as far as color, color patterns, uh, fucking looks, sounds, fucking vibes, messages. Like there's so much to be inspired by. Um, it's a good resource to have. Yeah, and there too, course. there's like Natural History Museum. I feel like I can make some fucking fire ass menus out of the natural history, just based on like, just that butterfly room, the colors of leaves and things like that. Like, I don't know what's edible in there as far as human consumption, but just as far as, like, look, feel, vibe, uh, texture, I could, that would spark creativity in my own lane type shit. Or just the feeling of being in there, the comforting feeling of being in a fucking butterfly habitat. Mm. I would, you know, you can just portray that into what you do. So having those, like, instant fucking maximum, like, instant but mm. maximum mm. inspiration mm. hot spots on some Pokemon Go type like fucking uh, what do they call those where you can go and then there's like um, like it's like a, t- a train facility or like a I don't know what I'm trying to say but you know what I mean like an mm-hmm. arena mm-hmm. of sorts where you can go to this thing and just be uh, you can blossom mm. I'm searching for words that I can't find but you get the vibe no I get the vibe I get the vibe. I had a vibe. I drove a vibe. No, museums are everything, bro. Especially like, especially like the National History Museum. Like, for example, like just looking at human contribution and like human evolving and evolve. I don't know what the word is. You know what I'm saying, though? Type shit. Like, just seeing the exhibits. Yes, the evolution of just human contribution. It's just super inspiring. And like, even just looking at animals that like existed. And animals that exist and like realizing and respecting the animals for like, there's like exact models of the animals and the fish and the dinosaurs. So it's just really cool to like see and feel and experience 
life in a way where you can admire it, not so much. Obviously, it'd be much cooler to, you know, take a safari ride in Africa, which we're going to do that. Probably have a live, you know, cast from a fucking safari ride. But it's cool to admire what exists and what existed. Yeah, I think it's different. Like, I think, I don't know if the safari ride would be cooler, honestly. I think that it's just different. It's just different bags. Like, you go to the museum and it's just 100% unadulterated knowledge, facts, trans, like, just transmitted. Just feed, like, hook me up to an ID, of fa- uh, IV, rather, of facts, and just put the facts straight in my fucking veins. Mm. You go on a safari, it's more like, you might lose your life. Mm. It's more of like an experience. You're in the shit. You're in the mud. You're not learning shit. Mm. You better use your knowledge. Because what if that fucking truck gets a flat tire? Like, mm. I don't know. I've never been on them. I'm just saying. It's different. I don't know that it's better. It's different. Shit, it's, bro. it's better for different reasons. I think that I'd be willing to take the risk of a flat tire. 100%. I'm not saying don't go. I'm just saying it's different. Oh, it's way different. I don't think it's better as well. Like, I think you can argue each side. Like, I love museums. I love to, like just give me the facts in a comfortable space so I can grow. Like learning, I think can, learning can happen in comfortable spaces when you like soaking in things and focusing. But like learning can also happen when you're put in uncomfortable situations. Where there's that's you know what I'm saying. Like both ways are like experience building, fucking knowledge gaining vibes. Mm-hmm. Vibes. Something that I've been thinking about too, bro, as far as like vibes and frequencies and almost just like the aspect of having that, um, you know, it's a lot easier to make the decision to go to the museum over getting on like a safari ride. And, you know, there's a lot of things you have to do and decisions you have to make to even get there, let alone the things you have to think about that could happen, the things that, you know, you're experiencing it, you're in the shit. You know, it's you're learning through your feeling more so than yeah, you yeah, like yeah, taking exactly. in and admiring. Um, and that's something I've been thinking about, bro. Like David Goggins is a huge on that as far as like, don't fucking put your fucking finger in the fucking water. Jump in that bitch. Stay hard type shit. Like I'm so I'm someone that's always like thinking about every move I make. And it's like it's a double edged sword and it's not something I'm going to kill. But as far as like. I tend to overthink fearful acts of life. And I've been honestly trying to, not even trying, I've been saying yes and trying to step outside of my comfort zone of things that like, I assume feelings. I assume, you know what I'm saying? Like I already like, I'm over like, Matt has a lyric about it, like, I'm overthinking shit that hasn't even happened yet. You know? Like, jump in the water! Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking about, I always think about that. That's something I think about. Do you know who Jim Morrison is? Uh, name Strong, like, I I know who he is name-wise, but as far as what he does and Jim who he Morrison, is. Jim Morrison, the Lizard King, I Can Do Anything. Um, the lead singer of The Doors, one of my favorite bands. Old, um, who sings the Mr. Mojo Rising or Break On Through to the Other Side? You know that song? I think so. Anyway, you didn't know their songs, but anyway, famous as <clears> fuck. <throat> but he's like, uh, 27 Club, but he's legitimately like 
a brilliant mind. I have some of those like poetry books in my bedroom. Um, <clears throat> he's one of my favorite, like one of the most inspirational people for me. He's Kanye of a different era. Um, but he, he once said something in a movie or a documentary or something, I don't know, an interview that kind of struck me as weird, but he's like, basically, I think basically and like literally said, fuck people that think too much. I don't make music for you. I don't listen to you. I don't talk to you. Um, I'm for people that are willing to have experiences. Mm. Every, and all these people think too much. Jump mm. into the deep end. Mm. Swim around a little bit. He's, um, he's experience saying, life. He's saying jump into the deep end? Yeah. I fuck with that, bro, because I've been scared of jumping into the deep end a lot lately. Well, but listen. But listen. And then, you know who Iggy Pop is? Mm. This one you might not know, but he's the lead singer of the Stooges. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like kind of punk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching an interview with him last night, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What makes you great?" And he was like, "I overanalyzed everything." Mm. And he's like, "None of my band members overanalyze anything. They show up and they just put out energy." But he's like, because of that, because of my powers to overanalyze everything, I could steer the ship in the way I wanted it to, and then everybody else, like, I used energies. And I could, like, I mean, it was like, he's like, nothing against him, but, like, I was writing the songs, and I was leading the band, and they would just play at the tempo that I was singing to, so if I'm yelling about something, they're going to come behind me. fuck with that. And then he's like, so so my viewpoint is, the Jim Morrison thing stuck with me, because I heard that a few years ago, and I was finding myself... And I'm knowing, I might have listened to that in Austin, I knew that I overthink too much, so I want people to reaffirm me as being able to overthink too much. Even though that sounds stupid, but we look to people to, like, give us, like, we look for similarities in ourselves and other people, so he's talking about something like me. But anyway, I'm listening. But anyway, so I've been thinking about it, and I think that I don't believe that the overthinking trait is negative. Being cerebral isn't negative. Being able to think about these things from the inside and the outside, the future and the past, like all these things. But you have to be in control of that thing. That thing is a superpower, but it can take control of you. So if like if you're in control of that and still making moves the way you want to and still flowing with the water the way you want to, that can be a power. You're like it's almost like a foresight, like a sixth sense. Like I have the power to think about the future before it happens from every angle. So I'm prepared. I'm still gonna do the thing. So it's it's stressful. But the way I try to live my life is I don't try to suppress that at all. I have every thought fully, and I let myself have every thought. I don't suppress thoughts. Mm. I don't suppress feelings. Mm. But I'm never going to not do something because my fucking overthinking mind tells me not to do it. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I don't say things that I want to because my overthinking mind tells me not to, and I'm fucking working on that. I'm letting myself green light everything. But I'm just saying, like, um, as far as, like, you know, like, um, something that scares you on a day-to-day basis. Like, like for instance, like just like a workout. Like This is the most simple thing, but I face this every day. I have, uh, I'm benching or something, and I get to a max to where I think that I'm good, and my overthinking mind is like, dude, you're good. You're going to take a break. You're going to rest. You're going to let your body re- regenerate itself. Um, put the weights down. Don't push yourself. Don't put that extra 25 on there. Like, just take the rest off. You worked very hard today. And it might be right. But, like, that's the side of me that I don't care about. So I override that. I throw on another 25 and I do 10 more. It's like that's a very simple thing. That's not necessarily a fear, but there is some person in my head 
that's overthinking, saying, hey, chill out, stop, go take a fucking break, go get some fucking McDonald's. You know what I mean? So I'm overriding that. And you can do those on bigger things. You can start overriding fears about your future and things like that. But that, that, that's just a small example. But I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to be in such an over overthinking situation or uh, hypercritical mm. or hyper planning or organized mm-hmm. as long as that doesn't consume you. I think yes. it's a superpower. Yes, 100%. 1,000%. It's funny, bro. So, first off, happy Cuddy Eve. This yeah, day. oh my god. An that's hour tonight, away. Yeah. What's up? Is that tonight? Yeah, it's like two hours away. Two and a half hours away. It's 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 huge. I feel like it's not even Cuddy Eve anymore. I feel like it's Cuddy. No, it's huge. It's it, There's so much energy. There's so much frequencies. There's so much things that are already boiling in my blood and inspiring me. And, like, I haven't been this excited for anything, regardless of music, creation, spending time with... Like, this is something I've been waiting for for a, a long time. Um, but he dropped an interview today with Zane Lowe. Oh, I'm so excited to watch that. And I, I, I watched it, and he described... Well, Zane Lowe kind of was more so talking about it, but Cuddy was obviously... It was a conversation. But Zane Lowe was talking about just like how he has anxiety and all these feelings all the time. And something that has helped him with having feelings outside of his comfort zone is accepting the fact that he will always have feelings outside of his comfort zone. You know, so it's like anxiety is like a superpower in a way, bro. And I know other, there's been many people that I've heard talk about this in that way and like, like Joe Rogan, for example, I know that he talked about how he loves when he has anxiety when he's high because it's like, yeah, he, it's a reality. It's like point, an yeah. ego check. It's like something that like anxiety is a instinct. It's a human feeling. So it's like, it's telling you something. So it's like embrace anything that you feel you need to embrace. If it's fear, it's something that you have to overcome and you have to embrace that shit. Like, you know, if you're fearing something, you know why you're fearing that type shit, you know? Yeah, and there's there's another thing, too, is that uh, for me, what I was relating to is that, <clears throat> so when I, when uh, I feel like part of our, part of our being, part of our humans does not like change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for instance, my gym metaphor, the majority of my body, and it gets quieter every day every time I tell it to fuck off. But it's telling me to stop because I would normally stop. It's mm-hmm. telling me, like, you're good now. Go take your break that you're normally going to take. And then don't come back to the gym for two weeks. Make some fucking excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what I'm used to. Mm. So it's like, so to break that wiring, you kind of have to override that mind. And that mind's going to give you fear signals when you're doing something new. You know what I mean? So it's like you embrace all these uh, things, but have some fucking have awareness of where they're coming from too, and like mm-hmm. and habits that you're breaking or habits or shit that you're trying for the first time or like why you're doing this thing. Being uncomfortable is the key to growth for me in every way. It's like if you know you want to lose weight, go make yourself uncomfortable. You're gonna be hungry. Your legs are gonna hurt because you just ran. That's what you gotta do. You want to fucking learn how to f- cook throw yourself into the fire like well go into the fucking kitchens do stages learn from chefs read books make yourself uncomfortable you gotta stretch to grow i think that's a mac too mm. but um 
uncomfortability is the key to growth for me. It really is. And I think that's something that is uncomfortable to think about is, is that aspect of change. And I feel like something that helps, something that I've done recently and something that I feel like can make, we're never searching. I feel like obviously being comfortable is amazing. It's fucking beautiful. You're stressless. You're if you're comfortable, you're damn near stressless, right? And that uncom like most growth, like I said, is it stems from being uncomfortable and getting outside your comfort zone and doing things that you know require almost fear in a way, and require mud and require mystery and un stuff that you're not familiar with. Something I've done recently. I wrote a note to my future self. Like I genuinely, I sat down and I wrote a note to my future self. Are you willing to share what it says? Sure, why not? Let me pull it. I put it in my wallet. That's, dude, that's inspiring to me. That's something that I'm going to do because you brought it up. That was not a thought that I had a minute ago. But that's something that I'm going to do. I said, hey, duder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hope you know how important you are, how strong oh, wow. and loving you are. Know I see you, hear you. Most importantly, I love you. I will no longer neglect you. I will make you stronger in everything that makes you more confident, loving, wise, and so forth. Power moves only for you. One must be at his best to give the best to those around him. No fear will stop me, for it has con for it has conquered me for too long, neglecting me from you. I love you. Onward glow. Big donut. Yeah, see, that's, that's inspiring because what it does for me, the feelings that I, uh, that were brought forth for me while I was listening to that were a feeling of making the future real. Like, it's like, not that it's not real, but it brings some, like, you're talking to somebody, and now your moves have um, importance, they have meaning, because you're moving for somebody, for yourself, but for that future self that's going to be reading that note. So, it, like, solidifies everything. Sometimes we can get caught up in some, like, meaningless fucking dribble. Mm -hmm. Our actions don't mean anything. We fucking lose purpose. That's like, that was full of purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, even looking at that note now, it's like I was a different person when I wrote that type shit. Yeah, and I, the future isn't, the fu like, the future is, like, 15 seconds from now. It's, yeah, not, like, yeah. it's not like that, that person you're speaking about is in 20 years, uh -huh. but it just makes everything have purpose like, mm -hmm. and, and validity. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Nah, man. Time. Perfect timing. 27, man. Yeah, how does that feel? It feels good, man. Outside of the fact that you keep mentioning 27 Club. Oh, yeah, but that's one of those things. You gotta, and you just gotta use it. You gotta use it, man. <laughs> you gotta use it because I didn't even think about that and like, I'm gonna be there. And, um, I was actually reading something. I was watching something by, uh, uh, my boy Jordan Peterson, and he was talking about the 27 Club. And this is the last thing I'll say about it. It's making me uncomfortable, but he said uh, it's strange that every like, all these guys die at 27, isn't it? Like he was in an interview, 
And the, per- the person was like, yeah, can you make any sense out of that? And he was like, that's about the time. Everybody gets, those people got famous at about 22, 23, 24, and they lived that life. The body can only take that kind of life for a couple years. You have a choice around that time after being three, four years in a heavy drug use and fast lifestyle. You have a choice, and he went through everybody. It was like the same pattern, Hendrix, fucking everybody. I don't know, Morrison, all these people. And he's like, you have a choice around that time. Just straighten your. It was metaphorical, right? He speaks in metaphors, mm-hmm. so it's not like he was saying science. But he's like, after about four years of living fast and trashing your body, you have a choice whether to turn right, <laughs> start taking care of yourself and loving life and like yeah. loving your existence, or continue what you're doing. Your body's just gonna shit out. Like it was so like just black and white. Like it. Once he said it, because I always got like whatever. I'm 26, and I was thinking about that. And then fucking, I listened to that. And I was like, that has nothing to do with me. I'm not the fucking, the 27 Club is not I. You know what I mean? It's just like, we don't live that life. Like, we fucking are talking about, like, per, like growth and insp- inspiring people, writing our, ourselves notes and putting them in our wallet. Like, that's not you. Like, it's not like, it's just like, that's somebody's problem, but that's not our problem. No, that's a fact. Like, we're taking care of ourselves from the gym. Nah, I just got a uh, a, a call from Caddy, a, a, an attempted call. I just sent him a text to see if he wanted to hop on quick for a quick Cuddy, you know, combo. Yeah, I miss I miss Caddy. Um, but yeah, man, that shit is uh, that definitely doesn't apply to us, you know. You it know. doesn't at all. So, and that's the other thing too. What I realized is. The more that you fear something, the more it brings it, it gives it life too. And like maybe some, somewhat of a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, I was afraid of dying in a crazy way. So the more I would be afraid of it or making moves out of fear and like thoughts of fear, the more it gave it life and the more it seemed near. But the more it's just like, dude, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? Like that's not me. And you get, you take the life out of the fear, it drifts away. <laughs> it drifts away, man. More life. Uh, all right. I'm a. I'm a add him in quick. All right. Yeah, dude. It's a big. It's Cuddy Eve, man. It's not even Eve anymore, bro. It's Cuddy Day. <laughs> it's so exciting. So exciting. So Everybody, exciting. we got Caddy coming in. Hopefully, it's waiting. Hopefully. It says it's Where waiting. Vino, Vino, Twirl, Vino, Twirl. I got a San Pellegrino. I'm not drinking Vino today. That's fire. What you got? San Pellegrino mineral water. Ooh. You want some Perrier? Oh, there you go. Oh, no, bro. Get it out of here. I was so fucking shook when I saw that. Mm. If that was if that was Pelly, I would have fucking lost my mind. Might be a no-go for the duder. God, I was stoked. Ah. The camera just came back real sad. No, yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but now we're like all fucked up. How do I get out of this thing? Wait, what, what's going on? My, oh, my lens. Hit the, hit the uh, click on yourself and then click the. Uh, uh, it might be fucked, but he might jump back in. We'll see. Um. So what's been going on? Like anything? Uh, you know, been happening. Frequencies, lessons learned. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, I, dude. Well, first of all, um, 
like we talked about it last time about motivating people through actions. Mm-hmm. Um, did that podcast ever come out? It never came out. Okay, we'll <laughs> drop this as a two piece. No, it's it, gonna it be a two. Piece. It's definitely tomorrow's a two piece special. Because everybody, you're getting a two piece. Fucking, you're getting a chicken nugget and a cheeseburger. Well, they know by now. Yeah. But uh, but uh, I fucking yeah, because this that needs to come out before this, but. So I've just been really focusing on myself, man. Like, I'm telling you, I, I mean, I'm not even telling you. I haven't told you. I haven't told anybody because that's not the point right now. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I have this New York Yankees yellow jersey that I've never fit into. Mm-hmm. That, like, I wear around the house now just because I fit into it. Yes. And it's, like a, a, it's a snug 2X. Uh-huh. And I'm just, like, doing yoga in it just because I fit in it. This was a flex. Like, just for miss myself. I'm not even wearing it out, but I'm, like, finally, like, getting in my shit, running every night, lifting stupid weight. Like, I've never been this strong in my life. Mm-hmm. And also, tapped in, tapped in in a really weird way in the kitchen to where it's, like, I this is the high, like, I've never, like, I haven't had these thoughts before. Mm. So, but anyway, I don't I didn't want to go there right now. But anyway, I'm tapped in. I'm doing my own thing. I'm not talking to people at all, like really not talking to anybody, and uh, just doing my shit. I go out to my parents' house on a whim. Um, well, I had to do laundry. <laughs> I had to do laundry, so I went out there for dinner and to do laundry the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad comes in, and like, I think a lot of this was explained in the last one, but like, whatever. Try to get him to like, try to motivate him specifically. Try to motivate everybody, but try to motivate him specifically to live a healthier lifestyle because he was sick and like that's all I'm thinking about mm-hmm. um, so I've really just been doing my thing with the intention of being an example or just fixing myself in hopes that people will fix themselves mm. and not even like fix but you know what I mean you know what I mean this isn't like whatever <clears throat> so I went out there without talking to anybody and dude is carrying a bench like a weight bench through the front door at like at 7 p.m. at night, he's built himself a fucking uh, gym downstairs. Let's go. He is off cities completely. Yes, he's talking, he was making dinner and it was like some fucking turkey fajita. <laughs> like, just crazy, just like no, like, you know what I'm saying? Just like real healthy. Mm-hmm. Just watching, like, watching basketball, which mm-hmm. is like good energy. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking playing around. Like, it was a different vibe. That's and it was so like, you know what, like, I was just so, like, assured, like, it was, like, different, like, I was, like, normally I'm, like, I go, I'm not gonna lie, normally I'm, like, anti-social as fuck, I go out there, I do what I need, like, whatever, I say hello, I just make my presence known. Oh, shit, shit. Dude, did he just pop in this bitch? Yo, this nigga just popped in this bitch. What's up, bro? 614 in the building. 614 in the building. Happy Cuddy Day. Happy Happy Cuddy Cuddy Day. I got the hat on. Oh yes, my god, that's beautiful. Bro, how'd you pop in this shit? What the hell? You add, I guess you added me and it just said join. I was just like scrolling through my phone and I saw, um, I was like, I guess I was looking at who I had recently FaceTimed mm. and it was green at the top and it had y'all's numbers. So I was like, that's crazy. Oh. That's crazy. That's, that's weird, dude. That's beautiful. Yeah, that, was a good, that was like five minutes ago. That's fire. Well, yeah, I hopped in. Sorry about that if I interrupted. No, welcome. What's good? No, we, yeah. What's good? What's good, man? I'm chilling, dude. I'm just enjoying 
enjoying the uh, the cooler weather down south. Mm, cooler what weather does that mean? Like south. Seventy degrees. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> it was 70, it was, uh, it was seventy seven during the day. Jesus mm. Christ, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. No, last week last week it dropped down to like fifties. So mm. getting getting a little winter vibes. Mm. You know, right before the holidays. So That's how beautiful. about you guys, man? How are y'all living? Bro, you I'm cool, man. Just staying fucking busy, bro. I'm ready for this. Uh, I'm ready for Cutter, though, dude. Man on the Moon 3. That's all I'm bro. thinking about right now. That's all I can think about, bro. 10 years. It's been 10, ten years, man. 10 years. It's emotional. This is like an emotional release. How long has he been working on this project? Bro, I can't. Did you. Okay. He dropped an interview today with Zane Lowe, and he said he did 12 songs in two weeks. This is a different yeah, cut, bro. This is a different... I think, yeah, I, I definitely think the way he's going to attack things now is way different than back then. Of course. Because back then, he would have never dropped an album that he worked on for two weeks. Of yeah, course. Yeah, Of course. But if you look at the recent project with him, that might have rubbed off on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that hardcore, let's go at it real quick and knock something out. Of course. You're talking about Kids See Ghost, or what are you talking about? Uh, Eminem, with the, the song that they dropped. Oh, uh, I see. Was that a quick release? I don't even know about it. It was a jam. Well, uh, I, I think, what was, I, I just think. Bro, that, what was the name of that jam? Why can't I think of that jam right now? The Adventures of Moon Man and Yes, Slim, yes, baby. yes, 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 yes. Uh, but no, I just think him working with M probably put him in the right mindset to just say, hey, I'm going to go knock out Man on Moon 3. Yeah, I feel that. 100%. Just get out and hey, let's do it. And, you know, I mean, obviously, look at his track record with ASAP Forever remix. He went in one time. It was a one take oh, for that verse. So go back and listen to that verse. That was a one take. No, so, I already know. So he, he can do it. Yeah. He, he was uh, on the interview with Zane Lowe. He was talking about how he really wanted to show people he feels like he's disrespected in the rap culture for rapping. Like he's known as the melodic god, obviously the hum god. But he, I guess he was with Travis Scott, uh, and this was before the Scotts release, and they were talking, and Travis was mentioned to Cuddy. He was like. I like when you rap. I like. I think your rapping is like legendary type shit. And so he oh, yeah. literally he referenced a lot that there's gonna be a lot of rapping. Like he has a song with Pop, Pop Smoke and Skepta, and I that shit's gonna be different. I can't wait to hear that shit. But he said that he raps a lot on this record, which yeah, is no, dope. No doubt. No doubt, and if you, I mean, if you just look at who he brought onto the project, I mean, it's, yeah, who is it working it's, it's, with? Playing Pat and Emil again. I mean, oh God. go back you, to a kid named Cuddy, where it all started. You know? Did you know that he, those two, worked with Pop Smoke before Pop Smoke blew up? That's crazy. That's how wow. he got the Pop Smoke features through them. That's crazy. That's big time. That's big time. Nah, but it, it's also cool to see that there's no, fe- like, the literal features on the album are, like, Pop Smoke, Skepta, I think there's someone else, I forgot who it was, and then Trippy there's Red. Yeah, no, the Trippy, Zane Lowe said the is Trippy track, huh? I think so. I'm not sure. There's, there's, like, one other, there's, like, yeah. the Trippy track is going to be the stupidest. I didn't recognize her, but. It's going to be hard for me not to go straight to the, skippy, the Trippy uh, 
the trippy oh, yeah. track. Trippy, trippy, trippy. Yes, the trippy I track. Mean, I already know that's gonna be my like one of my top tra- like spin tracks from the album, but like, I'm gonna take my time to get there. If any of these yeah. songs, if any of these songs, just from looking at it, has a chance to be a number one hit, it's gonna be that one. Just from the hype that I've seen around it already, mm-hmm. and it hasn't even dropped. Like, have you heard any snippets or anything? I have not. Um, I, that makes it nice. That makes it nice. <laughs> I did see that somebody was uh, tweeting about because he did have a snippet a while back, but everybody was thinking it was for Intergalactic and his Netflix series. Yeah. But now people are starting to speculate and say that it's uh, two of the songs off of Man on the Moon Three. Mm, What's up with that Netflix series? Is that coming out soon? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's what it's scheduled for. Now, I don't know with COVID if that's going to move it back in, but 2021 is what he had said. But I did want to piggyback off what Jared said real quick. Um, so first off, Cuddy did say that this is going to be the hardest album of 2010. The what? Which is a statement. <laughs> he tweeted, he said, this, this will be the hardest album of 2010. So to me, that tells me that he's going back in time and he's hitting he, he's hitting the rhymes. He's not gonna be as mel- melodic. Yeah, melodic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I say melodic. He says melodic. I'm not sure what's right. Yeah, I say melodic or melodic. I think I say both. So it, it, both work. I mean, to each his own, baby. It, but, it's just words. So he he said that, and so to me that tells me that he thinks that this would have been that hard if he would have dropped it back then too so I mm. think he's, I think we're going to hear a lot of uh, mixtape cutting I like is, that I like which that which is insane I like that <laughs> which is insane which I don't know if y'all saw what Chance tweeted uh-uh. I don't have said, Twitter bro he said I heard Kid Cudi's album yes yep yeah that's all <laughs> I'm just glad I'm just glad that I have Brothers that will get excited, like oh, I did when shit. I read this. What the fuck? I need to get I that. Like, I'm gonna get that tweet on a t shirt. It's just like, what's what? that mean? I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, you can't explain it at that point. It's so I need that on a t <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, no shit, bro. That's amazing. No, this, like, like said, I was talking to Jordan about this earlier. Like, I haven't been excited. Honestly, the last time I was this excited for like a creation, like a piece of art, was probably Astro World. Like just like the the Astro World hype. So it, I mean, this is shit, bro. This shit's what yeah, the fuck? I, Ten years. Astro World carried a lot more hype behind it, though. He just put up statues and places. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> I mean, I think. I think just seeing how much hype this is already getting on my Twitter feed, I, I'm happy for Cuddy because oh, obviously yeah. he doesn't, he's starting to care a little bit, which is scary because that means he's going to start coming in. I don't think at people, but he's going to be coming for that top spot. But um, yeah, man, super stoked. I wonder if there's any like secret features type shit on there. Dude, I've been thinking about that because you know he would do it too. Like with with like for example, Asteroid wasn't there like why well, there was zero features I think listed until like a couple days after. But uh, yep. it would be super dope to like 
I'm surprised that there's a. I mean, I like that there's not a lot of features. I just want to hear Cuddy, but hundred percent. There's a couple people I was surprised that weren't on there type of shit, but. I thought he'd have Ye on there. I think him and Ye have been very, very crucial to each other's careers in music I'm and creation. I already know who you're. I already know who you're thinking. Uh, but I thought there'd be possibly a Ye feature. I thought just yeah. them together, like they have revived. Like obviously they've revived themselves and like their lives and their personal shit has. Grow, given them the, the capabilities to create and do what they're doing now but I thought they have also like mutually grown a lot together and I feel like they're very like in the same place at the same time type shit um I know that you probably thought was are you saying Juice? No I wasn't but I like that but I think I know that he tweeted about thing, Juice World the only thing that I would see would be his um there was a leak of a song with him and Juice World, and it was obviously after Juice had passed, and Juice and Cuddy threw like a major shout out to Juice that kind of went unnoticed, but um, it was a leak. So obviously, I have hopes that it's going to be on the album. There might be a bro. I feel like something that's been huge too with music recently has been he'll drop this album this week, and then next week he'll drop like a deluxe or some shit. I really don't want oh, him to yeah. do that. I, uh, I genuinely, I don't, want, that I don't want them to do that with this project, but I can see it yeah. happening. I, I mean, I don't think he would do it just because of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for that reason. Yeah. Um, but no, that wasn't the name. I do like that, though. How about the, the part, the part name? So, obviously, we had each Man on the Moon has, like, a, a name. So, it's like Man on the Moon Part 1, whatever. That like, day. chapters. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one is The Chosen. I like that. I, I feel like the the energy behind saying the chosen, like he knows, like Cuddy has, and I relate to this too. It's like you move through life and like you don't see what other people see in you. You kind of have that like you don't know your worth. You devalue yourself. I feel like he's at a place right now in his life where like he's at one with like his value and like his impact and like who he is. So like that energy is going to be different, bro. Like it's not no depression. Like... <laughs> Like, there's going to be yeah. songs where, like, he's passionate, pain, and demon slaying. But I feel like the energy is going to be like, I'm the, sh- like, look at, like, give me my respect, you know? No, 100%. Which is a scary cutty, too. That's a scary, I never, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that cutty. I've heard that cutty a couple of times, but not too many times, you know? I think you have once with this past one with M, with Eminem. Yeah. I think that I mean, I, if you go back and just break down his bars, it's just... And then, obviously, Eminem's going to do what Eminem does, but I know he had mentioned something about being... Like, that was kind of... I guess something that raised his status in his eyes when he worked with Eminem, like, mm. as an MC. But I think that, Cuddy, I think at least Act 4 will be like the Eminem song. Yeah, what's the, what's the title of Act 4? Alright, so let me get into this. I think, I, bro, I, I can't lie. I think I think the act where he's going to be on that Eminem shit is going to be the one where he's has the tracks with like Pop Smoke and Skepta. I think it'll be the last one because if you read, read the names of the last four songs. I think the, the track list. I can't lie. So Act 4 is titled Powers. 
track 15, The Pill Moonlight. 16, Rockstar Nights featuring Trippy Red. 17 is For the Kids. 18 is Lord I Know. I think that one is going to be like very, very like Wii vibes from like Trippy Red. I think that's going to be like very euphoric, very like out of body, like him. You like, want to know what vibes? You, know what, you want to know what vibes that last track is going to bring? Let's let's talk about some Chance the Rapper Jambalaya vibes. Oh my God! After a long day of dying in the heat. Yo, I, we were all separated. We you were all fucking. No. The funny before you say that, and the funniest me, part. And then me yelling at my sister on the way home because I was just tired. And, and we fucking blew a tire, oh, yeah, bro. We, we blew a tire. Yeah, I forgot about. We did did we make someone I, stop at Whataburger? Dude, we blew a tire and I blamed Dawson like it was her fault. I was sick, bro. And the funniest thing about that day is we were all separated until the chance set. Oh, dude, yes. <laughs> and that was like, on God, that was White Dove's shit, bro. That was beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I touched Uzi's chain. I yeah, bro. I, I know. No, that that shit hurt. Yeah. Huh? That shit hurt. <laughs> That's the closest to that much money I'll ever get. But hey, fuck That's it. That's a lie. I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. I like that. Shit. But, but wait, we never got to your... Aaron, what's your hidden feature? What do you want to see on there? Chip. Chip the rip. Chip. Okay. Wow. You have to, man. I mean... Oh my God, that would be, be beautiful. Feature, it's going to be a chip feature. <laughs> I did not expect that. I could see, and honestly, dude, I know this is crazy, crazy call out, but I could see for the kids being chip. Who? Oh yeah, 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 for yeah. For the yeah, kids, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. I think that this will. It's just an interesting. I'm excited. There's a lot now of mystery. You know. Here's the big question. Big question. Does this album, from the first look, and just the vibes of how this album is going, does this album have the potential to replace your number one Cuddy song? No. That's gross that you say that so quick, though. Give no. it, like, give the option, though. Give the opportunity I'm gonna give... for life to give you something better. <laughs> You're, right. You You're right. You're yeah, right. You're right. You're right, but I'm also going to give that much energy and power to the creation that's already been made. I'm not saying, you know, there's, there's always movements, you know, there's always movements. But at the same time, like, I'm giving the respect to a jam that's been created. I see what you're saying, but like, fuck, bro. Enjoy it. I get it. I'm going to enjoy it, bro. I'm not even thinking about Mr. Rager when I'm going to listen to this album, you know. But I'm, it's, you know. Right now, as far as Cuddy Jams in my mind, I got Mr. Rager, and then two is Kitchen. Easy. Kitchen is almost, Kitchen damn near, honestly, bro, like, that's almost at a tie with Rager. That Kitchen, that live Kitchen performance. Oh, God. Ah, what's up? I've never seen that. Yeah. Kitchen, when he was saying Kitchen Live, was that on Jimmy Kimmel? Well, yeah, he's saying that on Jimmy Kimmel, and we saw that shit. Yes, so <laughs> when he sang that at Jimmy Kimmel, that's when I realized the beauty of that song, when I got to see him. And then when I when he performed it live, it was, it felt like that. So it was like, that that song is very slept on, because it's one of the best songs he does live, no mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm. No doubt. 
Mm. So I I just think, dude, it's gonna be hard to replace Mr. Rager a hundred percent. But it, I mean, <laughs> this this feels like a very Cutty talk, album. baby. This feels like a dangerous album. No, I mean it's going to be the trippy one. Is like I already know, bro. Come on, like the the amount of people on, that have been blowing up my phone today <laughs> just because of this album. And I'm like, I didn't even know you listened to Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. That's fire. And people are like, bring them out, bring them out. Exactly. Oh, bring them out. I feel like this is the first time in Cudi's career like that he's been this fucking, like, this might be his, like, he's definitely going to have the Billboard number one. Are you kidding me? This might be, like, one of his first time, like, like. Bro, Taylor Swift drops tonight, bro. Put some respect on her name. Does she really? Yeah. Fuck that, bro. That's she announced today. What a bitch. I know, what a fucking bitch, dude. She did that to, like, Kanye, too, though. She did that to somebody else on the day that they were dropping. She surprised it's, announced. It's all right, because at the end of the day, everyone likes what they like, but... No, fuck that. Cuddy's album is going to get its place. 100%. But, brothers, I'm going to call it on that one. Um, My guy... Yeah. Big Caddy, do you have any words for the Vino folk out there? The Vino folk, um, dude, just <laughs> fucking ride the wave, man. Uh. Love that, love that. Uh. Happy Cuddy Day. Hey, happy Cuddy Days. Cuddy couldn't be coming out at a better time. That's what I'm, I'm saying. It's saving the year. Hey, dude, that's the scariest part about this album. It could save 2020. And it will. I'll, be, it I'll will. be honest. I created a human being in 2020. So that's <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> Bro, 2020 is a crazy. It's a beautiful, crazy year, man. No, uh, shout out to six one four, bros. Yes, Always. sir. I'm gonna I'm text you, bro, bro tonight. I'm gonna text you. I'll take it easy. All right, Caddy. All right, bro. What up? Beautiful. Beautiful, man. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Uh, what a fucking Cuddy talk, bro. Happy Cuddy Day. Yeah, oh. bro. Nah, it's, it's, it's big. Do you see his, the merch that dropped? No. You're going to puke. Let me let me send it to you right now. <laughs> Don't let it puke. Don't let me puke, man. My I'm fucking gonna... check drops tonight. Don't let me buy any of that shit, bro. Nah, bro. Come on. This is just one of the hoodies, bro. I'm going to send you. You know that I have, dude, bro. It's, it's by I Cactus Plant. That. No, it's not. Yes. Is that a CR train? The name of the hoodie is I Am Curious. Yes. Come on. I have nothing to say about that, dude. That's too much. That's like... I can't describe what fucking God looks like, bro. I can't describe... It's too much. It's beautiful, okay? That's all I can say. <laughs> um, nah, bro. It's it's major, bro. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a great time. It's great energy. It's... Just to have this, um, just to be able to focus on something that's beautiful and inspiring instead of something like I haven't, I have been very unplugged from like what's going on in the world with like the news and like COVID and shit like that. So like, that's been nice. Like with like my birthday being around and all that shit, I've been able to like really unplug and like just focus on like more life. And it's just beautiful to have people in the world that can create something that really takes the lens off of like 
the negative, <laughs> you know? And it, it sucks because there's a lot of people in the world that don't even know the Kadi's, who Kadi is and, like, his content and, like, the power of his creations. But it's not for everybody, you know? Yeah, it's funny, too. I Like, for the past couple of weeks, is we put a... While we're prepping in the morning in the kitchen, we'll just put a... Normally, like, the CDs, like, the one of the chefs will put their phone on Pandora and just, like, put it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, play, playing over, like, a little uh, fucking Beats pill or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're playing, like, these random-ass, like, reggae stations, and Cuddy just keeps coming up. That's crazy. Over the past couple of weeks to where it's like, and I'm the only one that knows this shit, bro. It's playing, like, I'm telling you, it's playing... Up, up, and away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, those, that, like, that kind of fucking vibe. Obviously, like, Pursuit of Happiness. Like, the old Man of the Moon 1, maybe a little splash of Man of the Moon 2. Nothing, like, crazy. But the hits, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows this shit. This is a Pandora. Like, everybody's like, this is pretty tight. Who is this? You know what I mean? Like, nobody knows what the fuck it is. But it's playing, not purpose. Like, nobody's doing it on purpose. So it's kind of funny that he's kind of, like, in the... In the air. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Anyway. And like you said, it's like the timing of this album is crazy. It's just like having the awareness of being able to take things and apply them to your life and like the timing of what's happening to you in the now is also a, a major, yeah. you know, awareness blessing. Well, okay, so yeah, now let's, can we talk about something now? Yeah, yes, talk. Related? The last thing I was saying before we went No, I wanted you to get back. I was literally about to just tell you to get back in. No, 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 no. The last thing I was going to say before Cuddy session was just uh, basically just the same shit. Like, it's all good. Like, it's dope. This shit really works. Like, positive, positive, like, fucking, like, prayers and work equals success. And I'm seeing that. So it's dope. That's all I was gonna say about that. It was fire. It's just like it's it's great to see people close to you making moves for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's dope. Uh, the second thing though, and why I'm so excited for this fucking Cuddy album, bro, is the second part that I started to allude to before. Because I'm doing this thing with the intentions of bringing people up, but really it's about me. It's about me getting myself up. So what, because of that, because of my newfound focus. Mm-hmm. I'm reaching heights that I haven't in the in the kitchen game, in mm. the cooking thing, and it's been a trend that's been going for the past couple of months with different successes and different levels and just like kind of like, and I don't mean necessarily like charts yet. I mean like I am like stoked about things that I'm creating. So before it was like just. So just to explain, like, kind of the, the way that, like, a chef learns and grows and why it doesn't happen for many on a high level is because it's extremely toxic and, like, incredibly, like, negative a lot. Because you, especially how I learned with, like, without going to school, it's basically, like, you just learn by failing all the time. So I'm just, like, making shit that tastes like shit all the time until I figure shit out. And I'm just, like, reading books that I don't understand until I finally just understand them. So it's like you just keep going and just trudging along like do 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 while everybody tells you like you know obviously fake people are like dude that tastes fire but like the real ones are like it needs this 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 and this it's like god damn I'm constantly being critiqued on these things and constantly being the one that's asking questions for a long time until you get to a point where you're like 
I have acquired this knowledge. And you're still always learning, you're still growing, but you have enough knowledge to where you could create something that other people love and also you are happy with. So it's like I'm finally getting to a point where I'm creating these things that I'm happy with and not because I've changed my mindset, but because the things are good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, you know, it's like, well, in turn, that changes my mindset, but it's like, these things are technically sound. I would be happy to serve these to a chef I admire. They're technically sound, they're thought out, it's expressive, um, but it's like, it's grassroots, like it's the start, but it's fucking technically sound good shit. This is just good food. So I'm finally getting to that point. So it's like, the dope part, the reason I'm excited for the cutty part is like when you reach new heights like that, there is growing pains in a way. Like, so there's new things that I've never really felt before that I've always known existed, but I haven't felt it. And I've almost like already been ready because I knew that it comes. And I've seen, I, I know that it comes. And I've seen people do it, but I've never had to experience it. And as far as like growing pains is being like, um, so what I'm experiencing right now is basically just like, not having a place you know what i mean by that i mean like not having like a role within the team Mm -hmm. kind of vibe to where it's like i was brought in for something and then worked my way out of it but there's nowhere to go so it's kind of like i'm just causing problems now you know what i mean just causing problems because i'm expressive and because i'm like my own person Mm -hmm. so it's like it's growing pains it's just finding my own way and it's kind of i'm bumping around but it's like so dope that i'm here and i think that these albums like Man of the Moon 1 and 2 I've gravitated towards because it's all about growing pains, really. It's about the positive and negative of growing. That's all Cuddy is to me. It's like, it's progression music. It's like moving forward. It's like, I'm off on a journey, Mr. Rager type shit. It's on, onwards and upwards, onward glow, whatever you want to say. It's all positive. It's all moving forward. It's all momentum. It's all these things that are beautiful. So like, and I've looked to Man of the Moon 1 and 2 specifically for inspiration through these things. Like, Up, Up, and Away is so fire for me. Right now, that's a song that I've been gravitating towards on purpose as far as like going into my iTunes and playing it. And it's been finding me, like I said, on the on just fucking Pandora stations from the chef. You know what I'm saying? Like those are crazy things, but it's like those are those are songs that I gravitate towards or relate to moving forward. It's like I, they're going to talk shit regardless. There's going to be fucking bumps and bruises regardless. I'm going to be battling demons regardless. So I might as well just fucking smile and enjoy myself, express myself, move forward. It's all journey talk type shit. So I'm really excited for right now for me in my life, and I know you can relate to that. Is this album like literally? at a really good time and like there's always a good time for a cutty album but right now specifically for me is like i was like shook for many reasons that it was coming out for one it was like surprised to me kind of out of the loop i guess but for two it's like i feel i feel like because of his previous tapes especially the man of the moons and the track list like it's gonna get it's gonna aid me in breaking through a little growing pain barrier mm. beautifully said nah man this shit couldn't come out any sooner I can't wait for this shit to release the energy what do we got on it huh what do we got on it got on uh, what like what's the time until fucking two hours an hour an hour bro it's like an hour and fifteen so I'm a big exciting. dog who you wanna be 
Nah, bro, I'm bumping the whole shit. I'm staying up till the album comes out. I'm bumping the whole thing. No, 100%. I'm bumping the whole album. Track one to track fucking 15 or whatever it is. I'm not skipping shit. I'm just going to listen to it like it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. Especially the Man of the Moons because Mm -hmm. they're stories. They're in chapters. They're meant to be. Bro, you know what I might do? I might dead ass just take a hot bath at like midnight and just bump that. You know what I was going to do? What? I was going to go for a fucking jog and listen to it. Oh, no, that's that's tops. 1 a.m. run through the bridge, over the bridge, like, downtown CR. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. That's how I listened to Rodeo. Did you know that the first time I ever listened to Rodeo was I just went on a jog to it? That's crazy. And that's, like, that is my favorite album of all time. Do you think that had anything to do with it? That definitely had a lot. I mean, how we experience and how we interpret things definitely alters how we view them and our perception. So that definitely yeah. had it a lot. I mean, like when I think of rodeo, bro, I think of fucking Aspen. I think of going to a Hawkeye tailgate, getting fucked up, eating breakfast pizza from emails, listening to fucking Marie. I'm drunk. You're right. You're right. But also, there's something too that is like I think you know, like a Mac album drops. And I'm very excited, but I'm not, it's a different, like, I know what it is to me. So I would rather get a bottle of wine and drink it chilling. When a Cuddy album or a Travis album drops, I know what it is to me. So it's like, I want to listen to it while I'm doing something like that. I, like, I did, the times I listen to Cuddy and the times I listen to Travis, they give me life and energy. I want to, like, expel that and i know the first time i listen to it is going to be the most heightened so the run would be crazy as fuck mm-hmm. it'd be like a really ex- like i would experience it crazy like obviously the bubble bath is just like putting yourself in a sedated like really comfortable state to listen as closely as you can like enjoy it for what it is but i just like that flow of energy too it's like i want to mm-hmm. feel it feel mm-hmm. it feel it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and that's it's like concert shit like i just want the, i want all the smoke <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like, I need all the smoke out of this fucking... That's a fizzle. I'm just really, I'm excited. That is a fizzle, bro. I mean, it's just... It's a good day. It's a great day, you know? It's a, it's a good day. <laughs> Dude, did you listen to that? I don't know how to pronounce his name still, but like... Bukar? Uh... I've only heard the project or pieces of the project primarily coming back. Yes, that you sent me. Okay, so are you on Instagram right now? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shaq West, you follow that motherfucker? Of course. He po- he's been posting it. He's That's been posting crazy. that guy on his Instagram story because the dude just dropped a song last night that is so fire. It's just a single and Shaq. Uh, Sheck posted like the cover art and then like the fucking uh, a couple like videos that that dude posted and then that dude like re fucking reposted Sheck they've been going back and forth mm-hmm. but the song is so far it's called Play You'll Love It mm-hmm. so play 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 pee pee and I'm gonna and I'm gonna figure out how to say his name uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that shit as soon as I finish and his and his Instagram captions are so crazy cause he writes so, you know, he's, like, British or something? Mm-hmm. So, he writes in that accent. So, when you, re- <laughs> when you read the words that are in front of you, you just talk in the accent that he speaks. Mm. Like, he leaves out letters, but it sounds like... You know what, what I mean? are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, but it, like, it reads like that. Yeah. It's like, W-A... 
A H E U D O I N. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's shit like that. It's, like, it's fire, man. Nah, I gotta check. I gotta check. I gotta check. And he's just, dude, he's next up, bro. Like, he's so next up, it's not even funny. Like, the fact that, like, the people, like, obviously it's funny that, like, the NFL Network and Sheck West are the first two that I've noticed to catch on, because that's kind of in my sphere. Like, that's kind of, like, the same mentality that I have. It's, like, sports and fucking crazy-ass rap music. <laughs> so it's, like, it's dope. Like, obviously, yeah. they would catch on. But I'm just saying, like, people are noticing this dude because it's so clean. Like, I think he's going to be a hit over here, bro. And I can see, like, him and Drake on a couple tracks together. That would fucking bang. Yikers. Uh... Just because he's so clean and happy, it's like, it really feels like fucking, like, some of that later Mac shit, bro. Like, just like, like, it sounds like, it feels like circles, kind of. Like, it's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it just has that kind of, like, just timeless vibe. It has a timeless, mm. just like, a movie soundtrack vibe. Mm. And I love that. Nah, I'm a peep. I'm a peep. I love it. You love it. I love it. I'm excited to talk and conversate and experience this album. I'm excited to text you. and like I'm excited for us to be able to experience this. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, man. I might just pipe up, get some fucking... uh, canvases out grab some paint i feel like i have to like do something i might do that too i might paint i might start getting and just let right. this take you that would be crazy i'm gonna paint i'm gonna paint bro i'm gonna see if i can get i'm gonna do something i'm gonna paint i'm gonna paint and i might paint while i'm in the bathtub <laughs> now now we're talking man. nah this shit's exciting i can't wait to like like even just conversate and like express with you and like the people that I'm close to about this album that also enjoy like Caddy and whatnot, just cause like it's it's tribe, it's tribe shit. You know, it's it's music that is, you know, um, yeah, you know, like fucking baptizing the fire. Travis said, uh, "We need you back home, brother." Yeah. I feel like, I really do feel like he's just floating down from some proverbial fucking moon, I guess. But coming down to fucking lead us, bro. The leader of the delinquents is coming back tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need you back home. Travis is hyped. We're hyped. Caddy's hyped. Uh, Chance the Rapper's hyped. Jaden Smith's hyped. Oh, fuck yeah. I was going to say Jaden Smith. Right. It would be my vote for a hidden feature in the album. I like that. That's a great one. I was too afraid to say it. Why were you afraid to say it? No, I'm kidding. I just forgot. I think that Jaden Smith is going to be the hidden feature on the album. I hope he is. That'd if there's going to be one. Just because it's the fucking... Cuddy is like big bro, and that's yeah. little bro. Uh-huh. So I, I can feel him. I can see him. And also, if Cuddy is working on shit... Jaden would just be like, yo, I'll jump on you. I gotta give you any credit. Just let me do some fucking, uh, let me do a hook. Let me do a fucking uh, ad lib. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Jaden's the one that just wants to be there. And also, I saw something on Instagram back in the day, maybe like three months ago, that uh, Cuddy was working on music and Jaden's, like, he was like on a, uh, Instagram Live and he like, he brought Jaden Smith mm-hmm. in or it was Jaden Smith and brought Cuddy in. But either way, 
it was Jaden Smith and and Cuddy on an Instagram Live sampling mm-hmm. Cuddy's new music. Like it, was, it might have been what Caddy was talking about as far as like little leaks. Mm-hmm. It, and he was playing him some shit, and it was on Instagram Live. And so the fact that he just has that access, like, just makes me feel like he would be like, if something came up with his name on it, like he would. There is no fucking no fuck shit. Like it would be obvious. Yeah. And you know that Jade Jade wants like Jade desires to be on a Man of the Moon album. Oh, of course. Obviously, and so does Trav and shit. So I guarantee. Yeah, I was gonna say like I bet Trav has some kind of like. Think cover. about. <laughs> Bro, think about the fact that Trippy Red is on a Man on the Moon album. No, it's amazing. And the funny thing, too, is is that Trippy is from Ohio. Like, he's from Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. It's fucking beautiful, bro. What's and like, the other thing? Pop Smoke is on a fucking Man on the Moon album. Yeah. <laughs> Pop Smoke, goddamn, he's smiling. He's smiling right now, bro. Like, that's... And the thing about that, too, is I think I saw... I think I saw a Pop Smoke interview where he was talking about people that he fucked with as far as rappers. He's like, I'm a fan of these guys. I'm a fan of fucking 50 Cent. I'm a fan of Travis Scott. I'm a fan of Cuddy. I'm a fan of fucking... And he was like going off on people he respects. And it's like... And plus, Caddy said something about a connection within uh, producers or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like... So they were... They had ties. Mm -hmm. So it it would be cool if he just brought people on that he was tied to. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Just mm. by location, fucking mm. producers, things like that. Like, I would almost rather that than, like, him having fucking Coldplay on there. Mm-hmm. That would be fire, but that's just, like, a name. Yeah. Nah, everything's meaningful for Cud. Yeah, I would like that purpose. Mm. Well, shit, bro, we're an hour away. Man, these are the longest hours. Too. I know. I'm about to get my I'm about to get my painting section. I'm dead ass gonna paint, bro. Like I ain't going to sleep. You know, I'm gonna be up, so Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I might, Either, uh... I might paint for a little bit and then might jump in the in the in a hot tub. It'd be you cool to tub? be at six one four and jump in the fucking hot tub right now. That would you just be fire. Bring out a fucking pizza pill, just bring, the boys. Bring out a pizza pill, bring out a fucking like pizza. Bring out a fucking bottle of vino, a bottle of Bombay, a bottle of Jaeger, and like five blunts. For my heart is like my heart warmed up. Nah, I mean it's crazy too because it's like all that shit is so possible, like yeah. that we've done it, you know. Yeah. So it's like that heart warmer. It's like your frequency. Like that's something that it would be amazing, but it's like we've done that shit. So it's like it you want to know about you want to know about something that I think about too. This is a Something that I've that was like some, that was some views Drake beat shit. Feel away, feel away. <laughs> that's fire. I was talking about views tonight actually with a coworker. That's like the that's for me. That's my favorite winter album of all time. Mm. So when I was getting colder, I started getting in my fucking Drizzy Drake views vibes. Like I should be downtown whipping on the way to you. That's just fire. Yeah. Um, but no, what I was gonna say is this. I don't know how to say this. This might sound insane because it's just like a dream I had and then I'm starting to fucking think about it. So the dream I had specifically was, do you want to hear about this or is this too crazy? It's true. talking about a dream on the podcast. It's true. Uh, so I had this dream to where I was, it was multifaceted, but there's one specific memory that I had from Austin mm-hmm. and it was late, or not one specific, but like one of the most prolific moments in Austin I ever had was I was by myself mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like peak Austin, like just like everything was working out. Yes. <laughs> and I was, I had just like ran and went to the gym and like sat in the hot tub by myself. And then I was listening to music, specifically, uh, uh, what's her name? Jane. Jane. Aiko? Yeah. Jane Aiko. Yes. And it was, it was Frequency. The song was Frequency. Frequency, Frequency. And, uh, I'm just wearing, like, a cutoff with some chubbies, and I was, like, dripping wet, and I was just, like, looking up at the sky, and I was, like, not even drinking or nothing. I was just, like, relaxing, but I just worked out and worked all day, like, whatever. And I was just staring at the sky, and there was, like, it was pitch black. There was a palm tree above me, a bright-ass moon, like, clear as fuck, and there's just, like, birds or bats or something swarming above my head. But it was the most beautiful, and it was the most in-tuned with my life and with the earth, with everything that I'd ever been, and it was just, like, I was just, like, like, just, like, peace. I was, like, one thing. It wasn't, like, there was no fear, discrepancy. There was nothing. I was just, like, unity. Okay, I don't know exactly how to describe that except for the fact of just, like, I could see the world from the bird's perspective. And that was something I was thinking about when I was in that moment of just, like, it was just, like, a oneness, like, a peace. Like, I'm, like, getting, like, relaxed as I'm talking about it, like, bringing that up. So I've been thinking about that feeling and trying to catch that. And it's not, like, necessarily a good thing, I think, to catch old feelings. But I'm just trying to match that frequency. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to – I pull it into my mind all the time, what it feels like to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, to match those frequencies. So when you bring that up, and it, like, warms my heart about, like, the hot tub experience – even though that never happened, but that's an experience that we had in multi like multiple different ways. It like warms me and like match it makes me match those frequencies. So I think like those types of things are good, you know, to like keep keep you in line, like who you wanna be, where you wanna be type shit. But a dream I had was the craziest shit, bro. It was in like the same kind of vibe. I was literally I was floating in a river. On down the fucking, literally floating down a river, for what that's worth, like, that's already a pretty cool start, down a fucking, um, what looked to be Denmark or something, where they filmed, like, Lord of the Rings, there's, like, big-ass cliffs and, like, rolling green hills on either side of me, and it was, like, it looked like it'd be really cold, but it wasn't, and then there was, like, orange and red leaves on trees and shit like that, okay? Mm-hmm. You'd have that vibe? Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely afraid of, like, water, like, sea life. So I, I remember the first feeling was shook, scared as fuck that there was a big-ass animal underneath me. And it was a vivid-ass dream. But it was like, I was like rough sleeping that night where I kept waking up. So it was like I was half asleep and half not. Like I remember it vividly. And I was fucking like, so I'm floating on this thing. And just like, I can feel fucking, I can't feel, but I can like, I, I sense the presence of like big, scary sea monsters below my back because I was floating on my back. Okay, but then I looked over and there was a duck floating down the river. And I was like, if this duck doesn't give a fuck, then I'm not going to give a fuck. Mm. Okay? And then a snake started chasing me down the river. And I just beat the shit out of the snake. So the snake's gone. I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I worrying about? So it was a completely relaxed situation. And then there was those same birds. And then it was the kind of like the view from the fucking 614 vibe where I'm looking at birds. Mm. Okay? And like the fucking... So I'm like see these birds and I talk about in that moment I had like a feeling of like oneness like it was all like one thing like I'm connected to the birds the palm trees the the ground the fucking the lights in the swimming pool like everything is just like where it's supposed to be I had the same feeling in the dream like literally the exact same thing but I'm floating down a river um 
I don't know where I was beautiful. going with that, except for the fact that like except for the fact I it was felt beautiful. it, yeah, and I felt it, like you know what I mean. So it's like I don't know. It's good to have those things that you can like track as markers. So like I just want to feel this and like whatever it means. Like I'm not trying to recreate my life that way, mm-hmm. but it's like that feeling is powerful. Like the feeling that we had at six one four is like brotherhood, caddy, fucking cuddy, all these things, fire, like experiences like those are like things that you like look for like not like that same life situation but those experiences like that was just a bunch of love and progression in one household mm-hmm. you know what I mean like everybody's experiences were slightly different but like it's all about feeling mm-hmm. mm. you know what I mean so it's like Mm-mm-mm. talking about 614 like brightens that up in a way that like sometimes I miss it but it's also like no, that was a perfect benchmark to show me like what this like how much fun you can have mm-hmm. with life. You know what I mean? Like life doesn't have to be fucking growing pains at work at fucking black sheep. I don't fuck about a black sheep. You know what I mean? It's like it's good to have these experiences. Like life can be fun. Like enjoy yourself. Go have a fucking black and mild in the pool wearing a hoodie. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like go have fun. Like, that's mm-hmm. the point. It was just, like, it was having fun. I was, was, like, I was funky the whole time. Mm. Funky off that 40. Mm. Stay funk. Yeah, 40 got me funky. God damn, bro. We're almost there. What do we got, 50 minutes? We got 50 minutes. That shit At might, this point, yeah. That shit might match the time of the cast. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nah, I'm excited, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be lessons life. I'm excited, man. And we got a little 2-4 coming out tomorrow. A little 2-4 energy from the Vino cast. A little Cuddy cast. A little leadership cast. Are we 2-4-2-5? What do you mean 2-4-2-5? We're dropping a dub. We're dropping a dub tomorrow. Yes, sir. So 2-4-2-5. Two four two five. I'm confused. Or is it gonna be a dub one piece? Or is it gonna be a dub two piece? It's gonna be like two episodes. <laughs> yeah, so two four two five. Yes, two four two five. Two four two five. Uh, but I'm excited, man. I can't wait to text you and fucking conversate on this album and then, you know, just more life, baby. Like again. This is just more life, more experience, more expression for us to intake and like interpret in our own perspective. So it's just always beautiful. Um, I'm excited, man. I really am. Should I? Why does everything have to be for the cast? <laughs> Should you what? <laughs> Should I listen to this interview pre-cut? Yes, 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 yes. So go listen to that shit right now. You have time. It's on Apple I mean, I Music. I don't have time. I'm looking at it right now. It's 59 minutes long. No, but listen to that. Minutes. You'll be fine. I guarantee you'll be fine. Listen to that shit. It's great. It's good. Okay. I'm a big dog. Who you want to be? Um, Jordan, how long have we been on the Vino cast today? Um, one hour, 21 minutes. One hour, 19 minutes. So close. Two minutes off. I'm getting better. You're kidding. Great. Because last episode, you were, last episode, not the one, 
Obviously, we're getting a two for tomorrow, so two episodes ago, you were like an hour and a half off. <laughs> Thanksgiving, though, it was the Thanksgiving one. What the fuck? It's all good, though. I think I had something to drink. No, you me. definitely had something to drink, and you were on, yeah. <laughs> Alcohol is a time warp. What was I on? What else was I on? Was I on other things? I think you were on some pre-little turkey stuffing vibes. You must have been smoking some Thanksgiving dinner. Smoking some Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. You were on so. that Thanksgiving pack. I was on that fucking, that big belly pack. That's some shit, bro. That BBP. Bro, they just put these trash cans out the street called Big Belly. <laughs> That's common. It's like, what the fuck? I was running the other day and I just saw a sign. I saw a fucking trash can that said Big Belly. So I stopped. I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't even know what it is. This is a trash can that, like, is the company that put the trash can there is Big Belly. It's random. Big random. Yeah, no, no other context. All right, dude. Yeah, Kid Cuddy, bro. All right, man. Any last words for the, the Vino folk? No, cut her up. Cut her up, baby. Everyone, go listen to Men on the Moon Part 3, The Chosen. We here. Drift on, float on. Live on, baby. Let's go. Drive up. Drive.